This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning, Here For It podcast is brought to you by Respectable White Woman Wigs. Milan Christopher brought his ass back on the internet um, to effectively promote Pure. If you don't know what Pure is, Pure is the... um, Fiber supplement that is helping bottoms not poop on sheets across the world so, and walls. Because you said one time it was on your wall. Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, now it's been a few times of my uh, sexual history that uh, things have ended up on the walls and the <laughs> curtains. Um, but Milan Christopher came back out here to promote Pure, and I thought that it was a genius marketing strategy for him to put a respectable white woman wig on because mm-hmm. all it did was gain. More and more comments, even if some of it was hate, but that further pushed the product. What? What? Okay, so what was the trick? The wig was the trick. The wig was the trick because. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the wig was the trick. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, Milan Christopher promoting pure—that's obvious. Sure, whatever. Um, A a gay man promoting uh, gay supplements. Sure, he already has a dildo line. So yeah, yeah. but then put this respectable white woman wig on top of him and make everybody talk about it. It was in all the Facebook groups. It was on all the influencers' timelines. And I was just like, oh, press is press, sweetie. Press, 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 press. Milan Christopher got all the press. He gets the did that award. The girls are talking. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love Pure. Um, they still haven't um, responded to my emails yet, but that's okay. Um, and good job, Milan Christopher. I knew you did what you were supposed to do. <laughs> Cause trouble, trouble and... Stir up shit on the internet. So, work. Influencer. Uh, I am the Superman. T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. A.K.A. The model with the dad bod. B.K.A. The HR manager of Verse Operations. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Um, before we go too far, we have to give a special thank you to every single person that came out to our New York City pop-up this past weekend. It was so great to see other black queer podcasters, even the people that couldn't make it, they shared our event. And thank you to those people as well. Um, but most importantly, just thank you to me because it was my birthday and we drove the boat into the fucking ground. <laughs> drive the boat. Drive the boat. Go get another bottle. Drive the boat. Drive the boat. Girl, we we drove, drove the bottle into bankruptcy. <laughs> Let me tell you that. I no longer have bail money as long as I have been stating on this podcast for weeks. I got bail money. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I got bail money. I ain't got the bail money no more. We no. drove the boat into bankruptcy. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's that. Now we are here looking like Bessie Devos. <laughs> you can find us at um, at the LA Fitness uh, trying to work off these Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Ooh, the, I showed you the video. The girl had her outfit painted on. She had the Popeye's logo painted on over her titties and her cheeks. And she down here trying to get us a gold plate. So I guess she didn't get the press release that Popeye sent out saying, Girl, we don't have no more chicken sandwiches. This was Yeah, cute. they sent the tweet out. <laughs> this was cute for... Like making us a quick fifty million dollars. That was nice. Thank you guys so much. But no, we really don't have no more chicken sandwiches. Order something else. And so one video I saw, it was a dude sitting in line at the Popeyes with a whole chicken. He had the whole and then the manager's like, Sir, it's not that we don't have chicken, we're out of bread. <laughs> they were out of the buns. <laughs> and he done brought an animal. <laughs> he done brought what, is, chicken. what is wrong with y'all? 
Because that's one of y'all friends. It was uncooked. It wasn't in a bag. It wasn't in a bag. the feather? It was just a naked chicken. Like, he just had, like, in the carcass. Oh, was it? It was dead? He had his fist up the carcass. Okay. And it was an uncooked chicken on his hand. Oh. Did he, like, want to put his hand in the fryer? He was like, girl, y'all go back there and season this. So I can come back. It's like, I guess he thought it was a turkey he could drop off and base and pick up in 24 hours. Get your friend. Get your friend. I'm an embarrasser. Well, Popeye's got their money. Um, our icebreaker this week is who is your favorite comedian? Hmm. I'm always excited when some more has something coming out. Uh child, before she started this mess with Oprah, Monique, because I could have been your cellmate, is still hilarious. Um some guys I have enjoyed Who is the fat black dude That can barely breathe like, He used to be on Coming View all the time And I didn't know his name Lavelle Crawford Maybe Lavelle Crawford That sounds I love Lavelle Um You know Somebody who's not funny to me That I used to Enjoy Cause she looked ghetto Um Leslie The one on Saturday Night Live Oh now. Leslie Jones She used to look and she So just, ghetto Back on coming She, used to have she like just the left She's leaving uh, Saturday Night Live Good She's she not funny Great She's not funny um, um, I used to see her Let me see But I guess some more but it's A toss between Some more and Monique for me Cause those two I always I, Oh my god They got something coming out I need to watch it Yeah some more is my answer too Because some more has had me Dying on the floor laughing at almost everything she's ever yeah. put out Like consistently for the last 15 years Samore has had me laughing at everything she puts out She has never put out something and I was like, ooh girl, you missed the mark um, So I, I can, I can relate to a lot of her material as well um, I recently watched Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special Sticks and Stones And I admire his genius But I think that... Uh, he's like veering into the homophobic Hotep bro lane Too much In things that he was saying So the previous special he did some Some things and said some things about uh, Gay people and trans, trans people, people. Uh-huh. Yeah Gay people and trans people And you know I had to take off my Social justice word glasses uh-huh. For it to be funny And so I watched the same one Feeling like I had to take off my social justice warrior glasses for it to be funny where he did the same. He didn't do the same jokes, but they were just different and they were targeted differently. Um, but in the middle of having my social justice warrior glasses off, I had to put them back on because I was like, wait a minute. Did you have to do that? Mm-hmm. Like it was so it's so much other shit that you could be covering as a heterosexual black man. Why are you delving into these homosexual and trans topics? I It was unnecessary. Um, Especially I lot- when after your last special You got in trouble for the gay jokes Like well okay girl I don't want to get cancelled Because for me on my timeline It says surprise there's a new um, Dave Chappelle's thingy on Netflix I thought okay I'll make time for that this weekend Coming up some Then the next Take tweet, your social justice word glasses The off. next tweet <laughs> after that was a stink piece About how everything that was wrong with Because it, it was anti-LGBTQ I was like well I guess I'll wait a month. <laughs> no, like, you should still watch it because, like I said, it is funny. I, uh, I, I still was like holding my stomach laughing at certain parts. Uh-huh. But then when he got to the homophobic, when the, it, I don't think it was purposeful. When the joke applied to you, you couldn't laugh. It didn't. It, well, it was talking about trans women. He was uh-huh. talking about, and then he he credited the trans woman that he was talking about. 
he has a picture with her. Her name oh. is Daphne. So she is a real trans woman, and it's a real trans story that he was talking about of, of a trans woman that was at his show. Um, watch the document. Watch, 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 watch it, to, it and don't see. Don't tell me too much. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna tell you tell anybody too much. If y'all haven't seen it for yourselves, go see it. It's called not go see it. It's at home. It's on Netflix. <laughs> uh, watch it and Sticks tell and stones? Sticks and Stones. Okay. And so he named it that because of the backlash from the last one of saying, "Girl, whatever y'all cancel culture is, yeah. girl, that's canceled. Whatever you say, Sticks and Stones don't break my bones, okay. and words don't hurt either." Um, so again, there was a strokes and. Sh- Shades of genius in the stand-up because it was funny, but then when he got to the LGBT and trans stuff, I was like, "Why did you? You could have just edited this out and made this fifty-eight minutes instead." Yeah, but some more. She always independently pays for the concert hall. Oh, she puts up the tickets on. She does her own production. On t- yes, Ticketmaster herself. She then she goes and sells it to Showtime, and so then that way. All the money is hers. And you know, like, I, and I admire that about her because definitely being a grassroots podcast, I can appreciate a girl who can sell tickets and um, claim all the rights and everything belong to her. So, shout out to someone for that. Yeah. Um, I, I This was also uh, done, distributed by Lathan TV, which distributes um, some more and Monique's. Uh, okay. They used to distribute Monique shit when Monique Woo, was doing stuff. She ain't got no friends. <laughs> her husband is her only friend. They gave Monique, a, Monique, we got the jet. Come get on it. No. <laughs> so, I don't know what they're going to do with Monique. I don't know what Monique going to do with Monique, but that's another time. I asked you to pay for no. No transatlantic gas prices. I you didn't even pay for the pilot. Just come get on the just come get on the on the plane, Mo. She's like, Mm-mm, it's Christmas. <laughs> our word of the day this week, W E R D. Our word of the day is toilet slaves. Okay, you know, okay, I got my thinking cap on. Mm-hmm. My head too big. I can't wear real caps. I think I'm like a seven and a half or eight in like a cap size. I'd be so embarrassed. Um, ma'am, do y'all have like an eight? They be like, bro, your head is big as fuck. Anyway, you need a snapback. Get you a snapback. <laughs> My thinking cap. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I don't wear that often. Um, a tw- people who like to bend down in front of the thingy, um, by mistake on purpose when you're peeing. It's like, oh, he is peeing and it looks so good. I'm gonna get down there and just pretend like, oh my gosh. You telling my business one. <laughs> No. I told you that story happened to me. Sweetie, girl, everything is not. Oh, here you go. Sticks and stones. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Sticks and stones. I told you that story probably twice. That sure, happened to Jan. Me. You happened told to me, me all your stories a thousand times. I listen every time like it's new. But I think that's what a toilet slave is. That, I think. No. Okay. That's my, my tea. Because people do it over <laughs> bathtubs. I like people have told me stories about doing it over bathtubs and mm-hmm. in shower. I mean, like, you're not the only one, girl. No, I didn't say I was. W E R D. The word of the day still is toilet slaves. <laughs> toilet slaves are people who like to be used as personal toilets, uh, either via urination or defecation. Uh-huh. They may or may not want to be forced to consume whatever a dom has left on them, but some of them do. So these they are pe- shit in their mouths and stuff. Yes, and they like shit on their chest and they like to rub it. In. I'm like, ah, the urine, cool. The defecation. Don't yuck the yum. Don't yuck it. Go don't. away from me with this. <laughs> go away from me. Me. My. My personal journey. I statements. There you go. That's a nice statement. Go away from me with that. Okay. Like, literally, I watched somebody defecate in somebody's mouth. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? 
so those people are called toilet slaves. These are people that are on the receiving end of urination, defecation, or any all the excretives, excretions that you would typically put in a toilet. They would like you to put it on, in, or around them. (laughs) Put it between their toes. Wow. Do a three-point stance. Um, Thank you guys again this week for all the support of this ghetto-ass podcast, as you can see. Um, So the Atlanta pop-up is next, apparently. The the girls were tweeting. We drove the boat into bankruptcy. (laughs) I said what I said. <laughs> the audience, your audience, your audience wants to see you in Atlanta, and so they will heed this altar call. If that, <laughs> if that is also the will of the people. So, wait, do you, you think I did that by mistake? <laughs> if you would like to support this ghetto ass podcast, you can get over to our Patreon, which is going to be a link in the description of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Right now, we cannot do this for free forever. So if you would like to support this podcast for at least one dollar, one dollar a month, you hoes have spent forty nine dollars this month on Popeye's chicken sandwiches already. And y'all about to get Disney Plus. Are we getting Disney Plus? Or can I get your password? I don't know. Because who gonna watch the ESP? They say you can get three something. I don't even want that. I'm like, who's watching the ESP? And y'all just threw that in there for. I don't know. So if you would like to um, support this podcast, you can support us over on Patreon. If you ain't got no money, huh. you can um, make sure that you follow. Um, it was subscribe. Subscribe slash follow me in the same goddamn thing. Subscribe to this podcast and share it with your uh, social media communities. And that's if you ain't got no money. If you got a couple dollars, we would appreciate every dollar. And if you would like for us to come to Atlanta, those plane tickets are not free. Um... You can subscribe to our Patreon, and that will help. And then maybe we can find three dollars to get to Atlanta. That would be nice. Um, this week in our tepid topics, um, we talked about the arrest of uh one young man uh, who assaulted Alicia Love, who was a trans woman here in the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, get that ass. Yes, and um, unfortunately. Uh, there has not been any new arrests that I am aware of that have been put on the internet. Um, <clears throat> there is a new story, unfortunately, that we do have to cover because if we don't cover it, nobody else is. Um, it's not on CNN. It's not on your other favorite podcast right now. Um, but when we don't uh, cover these stories, they just don't get covered at all. And... Even the medium that is reporting it is only locally in Atlanta. So uh, there was an LGBTQ artist uh, that was raped and killed in southeast, in southwest Atlanta, in a southwest mm. Atlanta home invasion. <clears throat> uh, they have caught the suspect. Um, the man is charged with kidnapping, raping, and shooting to death uh, this LGBTQ college student in Atlanta. Um, his name is Anthony Laquan Goss. That's the one that uh, did the murdering. Mm-hmm. And the uh, victim's name is Taya Denise Leiser, uh, according to Atlanta police. She's 21 years old. Um, two men forced 
uh, her and two friends into an apartment in Atlanta around 6 a.m. on August 21st. Uh, the the men then assaulted all of all of the victims, uh, mm. including sexually assaulting her and two friends. Yes, uh, including sexually assaulting Liger. Um, she was shot to death, and other victims. A man and a woman received non life threatening injuries. The man and the woman were her two friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Goss was booked in jail on the twenty third, pending the charges of kidnapping, rape, and felony murder. Wow. Uh, the story is reported on Project Q Atlanta. Um, and again, just like the story of Alicia Love, it is being underreported. Um, and she had two friends with her. She had two friends with her. So she really. That's scary. Uh, we don't know all the details, but she did at least one thing right of, you know, if you out late at night, girl, at least have take, take somebody a, with you. Hold a hand, girl. She had two people with her, and she still. Um, Lost the battle. She still got killed. She still was sexually assaulted. Um, and she was 21 years old. Wow. 21 years old. You said there Beautiful. was another story. Yeah, uh, we'll get to it. But this story, I thought, like I said, was extremely important because it's not being talked about. Ain't nobody tweeting about it. It's not on Facebook nowhere. CNN ain't talking about it. It's just another number of a trans woman that well excuse me a trans man um that is gone so uh the project q doesn't even have her his real name excuse me uh he he is a trans man a woman that was biologically born as a woman but mm-hmm. has transitioned into a man and is a man living as a man today they didn't even have his New name again. We've talked about dead naming on this podcast. They only had it his dead name, which is Taya, and he was a trans man that succumbed to homophobia, transphobia, and um, just direct violence. Unfortunately, Foolish we have to report on no stupid reason. ass shit. Um, <clears throat> so look up the story. It's heart wrenching. It's gut wrenching. But we need to know about it, and we we need to use our platforms to amplify our stories. Yes. Um, I'm gonna move to a lighter note because the other story is also depressing. <laughs> I want to know what Candy's Patreon is. Candy from Pose. What's Candy's Patreon? Because I am not Why gonna does watch. Why need a Patreon? Because I'm not gonna watch this new American Horror Story season. Oh, they really wanted to call it AHS Survivor. And then I was like, the marketing team, y'all was supposed to take out any references of what the working title was if in the end y'all decided to call it 1984 to copy off of Wonder Woman that's coming out. Uh-huh. And so I was just AHS Survivor. I wouldn't have watched it if it was AHS Survivor. There's too many letters to put in the hashtag. Look, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. The, mar- the marketing team said to shorten it to 1984. So shout out to the marketing squad. But AHS Survivor, I'm not. Oh, um, eight nine white people go out to a a lake for a summer vacay and then they end up all dead. Great. <laughs> well, one of them is they a black trans woman. A, That's what I'm saying. They probably was a Trump supporters. <laughs> well, one of them is a black trans woman, and they probably was laughing at our black sister hair and wanting to touch it. You know, they love touching ethnic hair. Ouch. Um, and so, really, she was my only reason to watch this because well, she gonna be in three episodes, get killed like the real Candy Dills. <laughs> no, don't say that. She gonna get. You uh, 
She was my only reason to watch. And then I saw the full trailer. The full trailer dropped the other day. And like, it doesn't look like it's connected to anything else. American Horror Story, which has been like the running theme of all these seasons of watching. So, it and Candy wait. from Pose is the black trans girl, or there's another black trans woman. Because Candy from Pose is also supposed to be in this. That was her saving grace when she got murdered. Yeah, she is. She is the black trans. She is the black trans woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's uh-huh. the black trans woman in um, American Horror I mean, Story, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, cool. Um, and she was my only reason to watch it. But after watching the trailer, I just don't feel like I'm gonna be able to watch it. All right, great. So we could pick a new show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I need her Patreon because I want her to win. But I don't want to watch this show <laughs> at all. Like like all her pictures and leave comments on Instagram. That way she can build a following on the internet, and then that way she can take she got her social on media internet. following. Look, if it works for Cardi B, it can work for all the rest. Baby, of the first of all, we did not even discuss in New York Friday. We was at the club, and the girls we was like, "They hit here." Oh, okay. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, go ahead, go for it. I just New York, so <laughs> Y'all have got to do something. I was telling Superman today at dinner. I was like, Superman, it's our destiny. We have got to move to New York and save the gay club scene. And our passion It's not my destiny. And our passion project on the side can be to clean up all the trash off the streets. No. (laughs) 8.1 million Americans, that's a lot of trash, but That's a lot of piss. I'm not. I'm not here for that. I'm just. So we just we just save one borough. And we where we which borough we gonna save? I'm gonna save my home. <laughs> <laughs> and my home is is in Virginia, so no. Well, you know, I just feel like one thing that we noticed glaringly: we stayed in Harlem. Shout out! Harlem is a beautiful city, beautiful community. Um, at least it was. I don't know what the gentrification is going on in that fucking city. I. Wanted us to stay in Harlem for a black experience, mm-hmm. and we, well, we got a little bit of a black experience. I almost killed somebody, but outside of that, Trey said no homo. No, he also <laughs> walking down the street. He stopped me. He was like, "Ooh, no homo." No, that was also the he same like, one that I, I respect. The, I respect the gay community. I was like, I was just walking by, existing. The girls be mad that I exist. <laughs> he was also the one that was cussing us out when we left. Oh, child, I was so drunk when we left. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I almost killed him. I had, like, flashing thoughts what in happened? my head. Oh, you did. Okay, so. Let me see how you what drunk ha- I was. <laughs> it was my birthday. That was your goal for me to be drunk, and I was. Thank you for that. You're welcome. But what happened? Uh, So, he cussed us out, saying that we were staring at him, um, and he didn't want the gay people in his neighborhood, and he'll fuck us up and eat our face off. All of these things is, are the... the that things. happened? Yes. Wow! <laughs> Just because we exist. Yes. And so... We exist. We are, And when we left, we were getting into an Uber. We were getting into an Uber, and the only thing that saved us was I didn't want to go to a New York jail. Yeah, because Rikers is not tea. It's not... I don't like bologna no more. <laughs> I can't eat bologna sandwiches. Mm, bologna. I need... A certain amount of air conditioning. Um, I'm gonna need a shot of tequila at some point. Those yeah. things aren't gonna be available to me. My diet does not. So he was basically, he was basically <laughs> egging us on for a fight. He wanted oh. someone to fight him, and I was pushing my um, inner hood nigga 
back yeah, so we could just out. get into the Uber. Well, don't come on out. Uh, oh, okay. no, it was an inch away from coming out. Oh, wow. Because he was like, he basically was sitting in a chair yelling at us. Yeah. And he then got, got, the got, and the then stood weekend. up. Like he won, like oh, he, he won- stood up. Yes, you. Mean, I remember him sitting in the chair the whole weekend, but I never saw no, him he stand stood up. up. Was he tall? Was he short? I don't even no. know how tall he was. Oh, uh, he was maybe like an inch taller than me, but he didn't want no problems oh, like okay. that. Because if he really wanted problems, he would have came up to us. He wanted yeah. to just be like, I guess, hood cute and like it was a hood this rat so girl sweet. in front of him, this and so, so he just. I don't, so we almost got into an altercation. Long story short, if uh-huh. that wasn't short. Well, yeah. Shout out to Sylvia's. The food at Sylvia's was good. I was drunk when we were there, but it was also half white people there. It was as well. good as leftovers. Sylvia's was really good. Um, I, yeah, the Asian American community had walked in. I was like, oh, bitch, <laughs> Sylvia's for everybody. Also, no Sylvia's. cash doll. Also, Sylvia's. Sylvia's as well. also. Okay. Yeah. She got a new lounge. Yeah. Coming. Mm. So I mean, it was. Uh, I guess a very diverse experience. Yeah. More diverse than I typically know Harlem to be. So, New Yorkers, um, thank you guys for coming out to the pop-up event. We really appreciate you. Um, I want to empower destiny. y'all. It's no, it's New York and open a gay club. It's theirs. I'm not doing it. Three days was the maximum for me. I needed to get back home to my bed and to my patio. I didn't have time for that. Okay. Well, if you know, if I can get it a co-sponsor, <laughs> it's my destiny to move to New York to save the the club community. The club kids don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, they don't. Because really, the <laughs> girls are just like, go to boxers. and bo-. Back to you Ooh, in the newsroom. <laughs> um, the next story is Modesto, straight pride, Modesto. California. There you go. Arizona. There, uh, California. Go my first mind. Okay. The city is in California. <laughs> they also had a straight pride like Boston. Ghetto. Yeah. Well, it's kind of. It's not upper class because it's in California. Um. So they had a straight pride allegedly. Um. The Modesto Straight Pride Rally uh, went on despite uh, failing to su- su- uh, secure a permit. They were supposed to get a permit to even have it, but these white people was like, "I don't need no fucking permit. I can do it myself." Y'all. Cry about illegals all day. Then y'all get out here in the middle of the street illegally. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they did. Uh, the joke was on them, however. Thank you uh, for trying. The LGBT community showed up uh, and doubled the size of the rally in their presence. So it was about 50 girls that was doing a protest. That's so sweet. <laughs> doing, doing the straight pride parade. It was supposed to be a parade, but it was basically a protest. Sure. If your parade looks like a protest, you're doing it wrong. Let's start there. So their straight pride parade slash protest, it was about 50 of them that showed up. They it need was, colors. No. They, they, I would we, actually wear the straight pride colors. Just You know, I just love, you know. Just, their colors are red, white, and blue. So here's. But get out. No, sweetie. I no, don't want to be make America color. great Look, again. That's their, their flag has they, red, white, and blue oh with a heart God. in it, <laughs> and they ain't got no fucking love, no originality. I'll be like, girl, y'all need some originality. The gay girls got twenty flags. We got the trans flag, we got the bisexual pride flag, we got the gay flag. We'd have added the black and brown stripes to that. I mean, like, y'all just got red, white, and blue. They need a committee. They need a gay girl on the committee. <laughs> straight pride, but with gay marketing. So the straight people had fifty attendees to their straight pride. The LGBT community they members. They did a pop up. 
shade. Uh, <laughs> the LGBT community members uh, organized uh, in counters protest to this straight pride. Over 250 people to come to the straight pride parade to disrupt and counter protest to against them. To be themselves them. to exist. We and were not disruptive. We were just ourselves. And they won. So Thank the straight you. people had to be had to be escorted off of the, the premises because uh, you know, they were doing a typical uh we're peaceful, but y'all gotta get the fuck out of here. We hate gays, uh y'all fucking up marriage. They did all that bullshit. But when you're fifty people versus two hundred and fifty people, y'all gotta get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I'm absolutely here for it. <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> We showed up and existed. Uh, we showed up and existed as we should. Um, the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race UK has been announced. I could not watch that 27 minute video. Did you watch all 27 minutes? I work here here for a podcast. Uh, I work here too, <laughs> but I, I'm telling you that. Look, I don't got the report. I don't got no report back on that. <laughs> you have to read the Mueller report. You can't read the Mueller report and expect change. And not expect change. Um, so surprise, I surprise. No, I ain't seen no winners. There, <laughs> I ain't seen no. I ain't see no. That's my testimony. We're gonna get there. Uh, we also didn't see winners last season. Remember when um, season eleven dropped and we was like, okay, this is gonna right. be a slow season. Who's gonna <laughs> win? Congratulations, Evie Ollie. I was gonna say who won. I was gonna say who won the ghetto. Shit. Congratulations, Evie Ollie. Um, but the cast for RuPaul's Drag Race UK is mostly white. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Oh my gosh. Surprising. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretending to be devastated. I can't. It. I can't believe RuPaul. Ah. Would cast a almost all white cast of drag queens. He's got white investors. Like there are not people of color in the United Kingdom. Brexit. Will they visa still work? I don't, I don't. Can they get a working visa? I don't understand. I don't understand. RuPaul supporters, RuPaul herself, <laughs> Michelle, Michelle Visage. Uh, yeah, who's who the, the black fat? and brown people on the on the somebody, judging panel? Somebody Ain't help no me understand how we cast a almost all white cast for a TV show in two thousand nineteen. I was like, I just. Uh, None of these people are, I was like nine minutes into it I thought okay but I'm done I'm done I, I know I got It was like two queens of color And then they were light skinned let me see. Let me It was one It was one that was Asian Drag, And then it was one that looked race, like She might be UK, Black mixed Mixed with black Black mixed I Try that um, but I watched all the videos of the new contestants because I knew I had to bring this report to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like they're all missing something. So, uh, how many seasons have we Oh, are? I did see this one queen that had the leopard, the cheetah, the zebra. Is this zebra? What? Ah, sweetie. And then she looked like, mm-mm, she wouldn't give me what I needed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really. I'm looking now, but I still don't see nothing. Okay. but So, I watched all the videos, and in each of the video, every queen, not one, not two, not three, every last one of them admitted that... Either they didn't sew, or they don't have any lip sync ability, or they didn't dance, or they weren't a beauty queen. 
every single one of them said, I ain't got one of these things. The things that supposedly make up the charisma, uniqueness, no, nerve, and huh. talent of someone that wins. Girl, it's been 15 race. seasons of U.S. Drag Race. Sewing is part of the gig. How 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 are you coming to this competition and you don't know how to do at least one of these like one of these things you just don't know how to do and you just have given up the battle you I'm not going to do that Um what got on my nerves in the 9 minutes of the 10 11 minutes of the video that I watched was I was seeing so many similarities I saw a Calorie Kardashian mm-hmm. I see a Ivy Winters girl who's serving the look of um, and this girl, the right, lower budget look of this girl right here, it looks like uh, the girl who had on the tiny, the smallest waist. What was her name? Um, she did the Miss Fame, uh, the Miss Kitty look, the Hello Kitty. I can't, Trixie like, Mattel. Um, like all these girls look like somebody. Like this girl's supposed to be. Well, like, yeah, and so that was something that Michelle Visage was uh, saying in her interview to eat like uh, somebody else to Entertainment Weekly was. Um, most of the queens that this girl looked like the girl that had to stare down with RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> um, but Michelle Visage was saying, you know, most of the queens that are on have grown up as a drag queen watching RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. at this point because it's been on for so long, and none of them are like fifty. Like they're all younger queens. They're not new most ideas. of them, are, yeah, yeah, most of them are younger queens. But so they they've grown up watching Drag Race and pasting and so aesthetics. I, mm-hmm. I, but if you grew up watching RuPaul's Drag Race, why didn't you learn to sew if you wanted to be a drag? And uniqueness queen? is a uh, part of the gig. So why are you out here looking like other girls? Why are you out here not being able to lip sync? Like I don't have to lip sync because I can sing in real life. What do Oops. you? <sighs> I think it may be very entertaining for Europeans. Um, uh, hopefully, RuPaul is, is focused on growing the brand of Drag Race in Europe. They just announced um, Drag Race Australia is coming next year. I If it's going to be another full cast of white queens, keep it. Keep it. Um, I don't think this is going to play well for American audiences and obviously it may not be even catered to American audiences. Mm-hmm. Can I do a hot topic? Yeah. Um, a Black Ladies Guest Show has been renewed for season two. I don't know why. That just showed up on my timeline and I was like, oh, I have to say this out loud because I cannot believe it. What? Why? Are we watching listeners, are we watching a Black Ladies Guest Show? Um, I tweeted last week that I watched three episodes and I Calculated a little bit at the two two seven one, but outside of that, like the bad bitch um, group discussion that they were having, I think it was the bad bitches intervention or something. I'm like, okay, that's cute. Angela Bassett here, Laverne Cox, like none of the skits have been funny. None of them, none. None like like I see the humor, I see the writing, I see the attempt, and I really want to support it because it's of course black women, black led, black. Writers room, black producers. I'm like, okay, I want to support, but the writing is lacking. I don't know. I don't even want to read it because it's still season one. It's still season She's one. She's got her season one wig, and um, I like Robin Thede. I really do. I think she's talented. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent you a clip of um her old show, The Rundown, that got canceled yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uh, BET. I thought that, that was a good show that still needed. I really I think that, that was. I thought that was her target. Yeah, like, that should be her target. That's what she should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like she still has 
the comedic timing to do a show like The Rundown, where it's uh, politics and uh, you know things going on on social media and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then you That's just sprinkle her, like, a little bit of humor. Skit. Mm-hmm. But full out comedy just ain't it ain't full out comedy from her. No shade. Yeah, so some girl was breaking up with her boyfriend, and then they had Patty LaBelle pop up and sing "On My Own" in the background. I was like, I love that idea. You know, like, oh wow, I'm breaking. Oh, up. I like the Loretta Devine thing too. When okay. Loretta Devine was trying to marry Quinta Brunson to um, trade yeah, and the daddy Robin was Didi. the daddy was there, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was. I like the cute. idea. I be liking a lot of the idea. I'm like, hmm, but the execution. I don't know. It's like having a whole lot of money and then just throwing it at stuff. It's like, mm. <laughs> but was it? A, never mind. Moving on. Um, <laughs> the next story was a story that I put off until now because I didn't want to have uh, two of these stories back to back, and then y'all stop listening. <clears throat> there was an African American transgender woman in Chicago. Another one, Sweetie. <laughs> I this wish. An epidemic. I wish. Trust me, I wish that I did not have okay, to talk about this. I didn't even hear this. about this one. In Chicago, you say? In Chicago. Okay, tell me more. An African-American transgender woman in in the Chicago area is suing the uh, store chain Circle K. If you don't know what Circle K is, it's... 7-Eleven uh, Yeah, it's real, like a gas X-Fun, station realness. where you go to get condoms at 3 o'clock in the morning if you ain't got nothing else. Um, that sounds like a testimony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was fired from one of its stores and retaliated against after reporting co-workers using racial and transfer- transphobic slurs against her. So, she's uh, an attendant at Circle K. Mm-hmm. She got hired. She's doing her job. Going 9 to 5 or 7 to 11, whatever the fuck her shift is. Mm-hmm. Doing her job that they asked. Her co-workers are calling her niggers. Calling her... Uh, he's and shims and all of that bullshit. The ghetto. She complains to management at Circle K. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm coming to do my job. I am a co. I am a worker just like everybody else. They are calling me niggers. They are calling me hims, shims, all of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I want some action because I'm just here to, to work. I'm not here mm-hmm. for discrimination. Circle K fired her. After reporting the discrimination, I hope she went down to the ACLU or to somebody. We're getting there. Okay, because I'm like, girl, girl, they could do the county work commission something. ACLU will figure it out. I don't know. Yes. ACLU figures it out though. So uh, this past Wednesday, she filed a lawsuit uh, against Circle K. Uh, her name is Judy Brown, by the way. Judy Brown. Uh, she's 26 years old and. Uh, she has enlisted the ACLU. Come on she out. has uh, stated the Human Rights Act uh, of Illinois that Illinois, Illinois. <laughs> you said Illinois. Come <laughs> on out. Ghetto. Uh, the the Human Rights Act of Illinois that includes specific protections for employees uh, on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation. Mm. So uh, she is about to win this lawsuit. <laughs> Circle K is about to be out of funds. Um, I thought this story was important because in the climate of what we're going through today, corporations still feel the power, still feel empowered to fire someone even when they know it's illegal. They fired her because she came to them with a complaint of 
a valid complaint. She's cute. She Come is, on, Judy. She, she Come is on cute. Out. She is absolutely cute. Um, but she came to them with a valid complaint as a a hard working person for this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, ABC, NBC News is reporting the story. It doesn't say how long she worked there, but uh, whatever the case, even if she was only working there one day, nobody should be subject to uh, racial slurs and transphobia at work. Mm-hmm. You save that shit for your kitchen table at home. Um, I'm at work. I am a coworker. Leave that shit. Leave it on the playground. Oh, it started with the manager asking her invasive questions about her reproductive organs. Mm-hmm. So, weedie, the manager is asking me questions about my reproductive. Oh, wow. So the management was already fucked when she started back in May 2016. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see May of 2016, but what? but that's what I'm saying. So she was experiencing this locally at the Circle K, and then went and complained to the higher ups. Yeah, she was denied a promotion to assistant manager. Look, in one year, <laughs> she just came in and got she had applied for the assistant manager job. I'm hardworking. <laughs> Look, and, and she more than likely deserved it. So the issue is, it's 2019. You're not going to be able to make people disappear because they make you feel uncomfortable, and you're not going to be able to move people out of spaces because you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. We have to go out here and teach people. Hey, whatever your hangups and biases, keep that shit at home. Mm. This is work. I'm here to do a job, and it don't matter what dick I got or what dick I ain't got or whose dick I'm sucking or whose whose dick I'm uh, being fucked by. None of those things matter. I'm here to do a job. When I come to Circle K, I swipe them 20s and make sure they're real, and I press the right amount of number so they can get their gas. And that's it. That's that. I mean, it's just it's common, and I know everyone listening knows that. But you you have to go out and tell other people these things because these other people don't listen to here for a podcast, unfortunately. Look at him. But shout out to Judy Brown. I'm absolutely here for it. I know you about to win this case because Illinois yeah. is not gonna play no games with them bitches. They too busy tied up with the Justice Smollett case. Look at him. Still begging for a refund. Can you refund us? We get other. So the, y'all shouldn't have did this no way. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Dave Chappelle called Jesse Smollett Juicy Smollett. He <laughs> 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 called the nigga Juicy Smollett <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. By, mis- by mistake. On purpose. Mm, it, it got a little homophobic at some point. I but know it did. <laughs> it was funny though. Again, you okay, have to take so off your social I justice glasses. I will watch off. it this weekend. You have to take off your social justice wearing glasses. Yes, I might watch it at work too. It's chill, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it this weekend, girl. Um, last but not least, absolutely hashtag arrest Ed Buck. Uh, Ed Buck is still out here on city streets, and um, Who I don't, I don't want to have to kill him if I ever see him. Because sweetie, I'm violent. Sometimes, listen, don't don't the use that against me. In the, the stereotype is just wow, jumping out. Well, if the stereotype is I am a angry black man that is willing to kill a white man who has killed two black gay men, then I will gladly accept that stereotype mm-hmm. because I I would not flinch. Have it any other way. 
Yeah, I would not. So I guess I'd be baking you a carrot cake and bringing it down to the visitation. Can I? No, just put five dollars on my book so I can get cigarettes. First off, I'm baking you a carrot cake, sweetie. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to eat it. Sweetie, it's gonna be a gun in there. It's gonna be some type of uh, explosive device. I wish you carrot cake the best of luck. Uh, no, but like the white Epstein. Was out here Jeffrey talking Epstein. about he was gonna see the world with these little white girls, and they done arrested him, put him behind bars, and he he felt guilty enough to commit suicide. He should not allegedly. commit suicide, but allegedly committed. Suicide. Okay, so we got Epstein out of here. What's taking so long with them Ed Buck? He didn't. He didn't. Oh, because it's black men. Yeah, oh, he okay. He fucked with the right people. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, arrest Ed Buck from here on out. That's it. And what do you have in social studies? I want to ask you a question, but I don't know if I should ask you. Do I ask you the question or don't? Um, a, B, or C. An agnostic is A, unsure whether God exists, B, believe in multiple gods, or C, does not believe in God. C. A, an agnostic is unsure whether God exists. Hmm. What's the is that a is that on in a dictionary somewhere? So Pew Research Center okay. quiz eleven thousand people, U.S. adults. There were thirty two questions, and they formed this study uh, that they recently released. What Americans know about religion? <laughs> so the Pew Research Center wants to know what y'all know about the Bible, um, the name of Islam's holy month. What religion requires men to wear a ceremonial sword? I was like, oh, I'm not with that religion. I'm scared. Um, and etc. And the Pew Research Center discovered that Americans barely know Christianity. Barely. <laughs> and know practically nothing about world religions. So when y'all are throwing this Bible at me, and when y'all are talking about the Lord, the Son... And why we eat the cracker and drink the cranberry juice down to the um, second Sunday, third Sunday. Which Sunday do they do that on? The Americans don't even know. So it turns out in their study down to the Pew Research Center that people of Jewish faith got 18.7 of the questions right on average. It's 32 questions. The Jews get a lot, most of the questions right. Second, atheists Shocker. answered... 17.9% of the questions correctly. 32 questions, and I got 17 right. And agnostics got 17.0 correct on average. Well, they, neither of those people study religions outside of Jews. Jews directly study religion, so <clears throat> agnostics and atheists would definitely... I don't consider myself see, either, but... They're trying to see if they believe in this, or if they... Uh, what What's the reason... But if I'm agnostic or I'm I'm an atheist, then of course I wouldn't know as much about religion as someone that goes to church every Sunday of their life. They got most of the questions right. They were asked questions about but, Hindu being a sink. Oh, I thought you were saying the Jews got more more, more of the questions right. Yeah, Jews the Jews got did. most of the questions because they're right. they're the ones that go, go and to study school and study you say? study the subject. If I'm agnostic or an atheist, I studied it for a little while. Some of them never. But I don't study that shit no more. I got other space in my brain that I'm learning other shit. I'm not learning religion no more. So, of course, I'm going to get religious questions. So, are people who identify as Jews only studying Christianity? What do they study? Are they studying 
yeah. Hinduism as well? No. Then they are they, they are, studying about the journey to Mecca. It's monolithic, so that means that they believe only in one path. Mm-hmm. They don't believe in multiple paths. If you believe in multiple paths, then you're not monolithic. Mono one, okay. lithic okay. God. Follow. Um, Jews and Christians are monolithic. They believe that okay. there is only one path to God. Um, some people that are of other spiritual beliefs believe that there are multiple paths to God, which means that they're not monolithic. They are sometimes trilithic, sometimes quilithic, blah, blah, blah. Um, or they don't believe that there is no path to God at all. Atheist. Um, what are your thoughts on Catholics? They need to lock up the sexual predators. Um, the Pew Research Center, after surveying 11,000 people, 32 questions, um, found that they would like to attribute education level to um, why a lot of Jews got the questions right. Um, there was a 2014 study. Oh, Lord, I got to pull up my tabs because y'all like numbers and stats and things. Um, according to a 2014 study on education level and how people identified, Jew, Jewish people were most likely to have a bachelorette's degree. And um, followed by like um, atheists were like number seven. And then who was third? Oh, the agno- the people identified as agnostic. So those are mo- the people who are more likely to go to college, get degrees, and continue on in education. Um, people who identified as um, they went to Church of God, or people who were Kojic, Church of God in Christ, and Jehovah's Witness ranked among the lowest in the education level, according to the Religious Landscape Study. So um, just access. In my immediate community, um, Pew Research Center has done multiple studies. Um, y'all don't y'all don't know your book. Y'all don't know nothing about the other books. Um, and y'all just want to tell me how to live my life about a book of fables that you have not read and don't have all the way together. So please do your social studies. <laughs> so do you think you identify as agnostic or atheist? Um, I definitely. Um, I believe there is a God. There okay. is a God. Then neither. But uh, is his name Yeshua or is his name Jesus? Is his name Jesus? Mm, yeah. Mm. What do you guys God. think? I know because <laughs> social studies this week is religion. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> the response is going to be a mess. <laughs> Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> We're going to be less problematic next. Well, no, we ain't going to be here next week. We're going on vacation. Sorry okay. about that. Um, but we'll be less problematic the week we come back. Yeah. So that week. Yeah, that week. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, this week in sexual health, I wanted to talk about the danger of blood sports. Um, blood sports are anytime that um you are doing blood play, um, mm-hmm. either drinking another person's blood. Uh, cutting someone to get their blood or uh, anal sex involving blood or injured. On purpose or by mistake? Oh, on purpose. Okay. No, there's there's actually a porn thing. Oh, it is? So we aim to... I'm just glad Pornhub is like, do not put that in his related. <laughs> Pornhub is like, this not in his related. Okay, great. Yeah, so there, there are blood sports where um, people will intentionally be fucking extremely rough with the intention of getting their partner to bleed. Wow. Yeah. I'm conservative when it comes to sex. <laughs> I'm so conservative, sweetie. 
So those are called blood sports. Okay. And the danger of blood sports, um, the first and obviously the largest and most glaring is uh, the opportunity for an HIV infection mm-hmm. uh, because blood is the largest carrier of uh, the, the infection. Mm-hmm. And uh, when y'all start playing these games in sex that include blood, then you are obviously opening up yourself and or your partner uh, to a transmission of HIV. Uh, obviously, the transmission of HIV um, puts your health in danger um and that is not to shame anyone that is hiv positive but uh we want to talk about mitigating the risks of getting hiv um you can still get other stuff i'm, I'm getting there Woo. uh the risk for hepatitis um all three are extremely high uh with bloodborne uh sexual practices mm-hmm. so um the first thing you can do if you want to mitigate these risks is don't <laughs> the first thing is don't participate don't play the, don't play the blood sports find something else to sexually do that's the first thing is you can do the, don't play the, blood sports. the toilet slave you can be a toilet slave it's it's safer it's safer it's not fully safe yeah but it's when someone's defecating i'm sure you're getting all of their bacteria releases and things yeah yeah it's safer let's just okay. leave that there um Number two, uh, there are other viruses and diseases that can be transmitted uh, through the blood that you syphilis? don't want. Syphilis, uh, HPV, uh, chlamydia, gonorrhea. All Again, we talked about all, all the, the hepatitis. Okay. Uh, and those are just the sexually transmitted diseases. There are other diseases that you can get. Um, you don't want to expose yourself to people's cancers. You don't want to expose yourself there to people's colds. Mm-hmm. You don't want to expose yourself um, <clears throat> so to, to other people's respiratory uh, yeah. infections. So again, it's a, a laundry list of things you don't want to want yourself exposed to. Uh, lastly, if you have to do blood sports. This is something that you want to do. You're like, oh, I'm I, I just, Girl, I'm not living. It's on it's on my bucket list. I got to do it for Christmas for my birthday. My baby daddy want to do it. And okay. girl, I promised play. him. The, uh, the girls, have, it's a vampire fantasy. Ah! Some of the girls have like a vampire fetish fantasy of biting someone's neck till they bleed and drinking the so blood. I am so conservative. <laughs> it's, I am so conservative. Look, y'all, help me. I'm gonna have to, When I get a partner, we're going to be doing all this. I'm like, I ain't never did it. I can't. Say nothing about it unless if I don't do it. Well, you definitely need to be asking the questions. <laughs> Say, listen, and I'm are a, you into blood sports? Because I don't think I want to do that. And I'm I'm gonna do. I'm like, well, I got to do it once to say I did it. So I, I'm that type of girl. So, so lastly, if you absolutely have to do blood sports, mm-hmm. uh, like wrong matters may have to do one day, <laughs> get fully tested with your partner mm-hmm. and make both of you guys's medical records available to each other. So, you're getting tested together, full panel testing for HIV and other STIs, Mm -hmm. and looking at the history, the medical history of your partner to know if they've ever had syphilis. Because if they've ever had syphilis and their titers are low, um, they're not necessarily... titer? What's a titer? titer, The titer means the amount of uh, the virus that is in your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. So, if the titers are low, that means... That they may not necessarily test positive for having syphilis, 
though they will have a trace amount of syphilis in their bloodstream. These are things that you need to know before you start playing blood sports with people. Oh, my God. So I'm not saying that's a scary one. I feel like the vagina power lady mama. <laughs> like the, the vagina power lady mama be saying like, what? <laughs> I have reached my goal. I am now the vagina power lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> he jumped from rabbit here to there. <laughs> she said, yes, mama, here to there. <laughs> you in predator mode. Um, I might be later. So these are the dangers of blood sports. These are the things that you guys need to know in case you decide that this is something that you want to do or your partner is already into or wants to uh, adventure with in the future. But don't do it. <laughs> and, I, and I know, you know, it's just like talking to kids. It's like, don't do it. They're like, I just should try it. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> they just put my hand on it a little bit. <sighs> so that is sexual health this week. Thank you guys so much. Listener questions. You guys have not sent us any listener questions. Do y'all hate us? Do we get bad advice? <laughs> Ouch. Send us listener questions to hereforapod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you find us on social media. Um, what's next for us? Songs for your souls. Yeah, I'm pointing to you. Oh, you want me to do mine? <clears throat> oh, is yours like a heavy hitter? Shout out to Steph London. Um, on the NYC playlist, I definitely put Dunwalk. Walk. Um, because it's just a vibe. It's more of a mid-tempo, slow something. You can just kind of stand in the club and groove slow from side left to right. Uh, you probably hit the blunt. And you know, like, mm, bitch, uh, do the done walk, something, something. I don't even know what she be saying. I could just tell you. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah, she's a British rapper. Okay. But I don't know where she's from. Britain. She might be from Britain, but she's like, <laughs> if she's you a know, Brit- like, a, they, a lot of people are immigrants, which is why they want Brexit, and that's why they want the immigrants out of the UK and the source of racism. But Steph London slays as a rapper. I'm here for her music. Um, her latest release, Dunwalk, is just, it's the whole vibe. It really could have been Let on. me translate that for you, for you uh, cause it sounds like you said it right, but other people didn't hear that. Cool. Don Walk. Don Walk. D-O-N. Sure. Yeah. Walk. Like you're a gangster. Uh-huh. So, you know, just the vibe. Like, bitch, we walk into a room on it. Bitch, ain't, can't none of these hoes be you. Your pussy fatter and wetter and all, you know, she talks about. All the, she talks about walking in with all the designers and her pussy is this. Walking like a dog. You know, just I just live. The bottom empowerment jumped out. Mm. And that's the song for my son. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Um What are the tenets of bottom reform? You said you are the Kim Kardashian of bottom reform. Anywhere there's an injustice. What is it if there's just anywhere? What if you do it to her, you do it to me, and that's the that's the mm-mm. y'all paraphrasing <laughs> Malcolm X. Y'all of Zant? If you do it to her, you do it to me. That's a y'all of Zant, not Malcolm X. Oh uh, well, she was paraphrasing Malcolm X. But an injustice. What anywhere, was it? an injustice? Anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Yeah, and that <laughs> that's the vision and the um. The vision and the what? The motto? What is it? Okay. Bam. Okay. Workout. Um, the song for my soul this week, like uh, I was telling my co-host earlier, I had a toss-up because uh, we was watching the um, the VH1 awards. No, the MTV. The VH1. <laughs> Oops. The wrong channel. It, it's the same company. The MTV Video Awards, mm-hmm. and I was underwhelmed. 
Um, but there was one song, and I was gonna make that the song for myself, but it was gonna be more conservative. And I decided to be a hood rat because y'all not gonna see us next week, so I might as well give you a little bit of hood rat. Come on out. That was a good one. Hennessy on my lips, take a little sip. Privacy on the door, I'm gonna make the shit grip. Rich nigga, eight figure. That's my type. That's my type, nigga. That's my type. Eight inch big. Oh, that's my type. <laughs> Good pipe, bitch. I'ma ride the dick all night. Rich nigga, eight figure. That's my type. That's my type. Oh, girl, that's, that's just that's my type for life. One more time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> right. New like- wrist, new whip. Ride around, dipped. I can see why all these basic hoes is pissed. Bust down wrist, not a bust down bitch. Said I want your man. No, the fuck I don't, sis. If he a rich nigga, why he still hitting licks? Nigga spending bread, but he still can't get a hit? Bitch, please, Lamborghini keys, pussy dripping ice. He got, he get flown out to me. Bitch, please, I want a man with the BS. That's my type. Bye, sweetie. Sweetie! Huh? This was posted, came out about a month ago. Um, it has the Petey Pablo uh, beat in the back. What's the name of that Petey Pablo song? How you like it, daddy? Freakum? Freakum? Freak a leak? There we go. So I grew up on Freak a leak, and then now it's being sampled, and now I feel old. Old. I'm so old. Um, but this is a good sample because it hit. It hit. It hit. Um, and so I know it's the song for, uh, you know, everybody that's, uh, 17 right now. And it's the song for my soul. So I feel 17 as well. They 17 trying to get their senior trip paid for. <laughs> that's my type. Somebody with some money. And eight inches. I dick. ain't getting no summer job. Eight Mom. inches of dick. I'm 17. What do you need to know? You don't need to know nothing about that. <laughs> that's my type. The dude in the White House, y'all, moving on to my here for it, has rescinded Barack Obama's executive order um, saying that um, federal contractors cannot um, fire employees based on their gender identity or their sexual orientation. So the current man that's in there, is that, is that a man? Who knows? Um, has rescinded that. Then they turned around, his administration turned around and told um, the Justice Department that um, in order to protect the religious freedoms, that um, two cases that they are com- that are coming up to the Supreme Court, there's a man who lives in Clayton County, Georgia, which is part of where Atlanta is, of course, because y'all in Atlanta, y'all know already. Um, go back to my notes. So some man was fired, and then some woman was fired somewhere else. Um the Trump Justice Administration is saying, y'all don't need to hear these cases because clearly Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 protected everybody against everything they need to be protected against. So there's no need to update that in 2019. <sighs> so I'm just like, what is going on? It just seems like, girl, even the day he leave the house, he'll have to rescind something Obama did. Why? Just because... Y'all didn't vote for him to get reelected, and just because religious freedoms, and just because people that don't look like him, he don't care about those people. Even after he 
pledged, LOL, to protect the rights of all Americans, including the LGBT community, but his track record don't show that. Police, you guys, we've got to pay attention to this case. Um, the Supreme Court and just protect us based on gender identity and sexual orientation. Whatever's going on, I'm not here for it. Just, <laughs> Whatever's going on. <laughs> Whatever's going on. I'm not here. Oh, here we go. Oh, well, Obama said this, so then that means I got to undo it, and then I got to throw religious freedoms on top of it, then I got to submit a 35-page brief. Who wrote this? Trump can't even speak 35 pages of words. I'm not here for it. Um, This week, I am absolutely here for... How Judy Brown get her money down to the Illinois? Oh, Judy Brown's money. She, <laughs> she just got to wait a little while. Judy that, Brown that check is coming. Put it back. That check is coming. Circle K is going to have to close at least two stores to pay Judy Brown. Um, this week, I'm absolutely here for Serena Williams. Come on. Um, Serena Williams has now built schools in Uganda, Zimbabwe, Kenya, and Jamaica. She took that co-founder Twitter money and put it to work. <laughs> this this our money now. <laughs> this our money. And I just had a baby with you. Um... Her nonprofit, the Serena Williams Fund, has partnered with Helping Hands Jamaica to build the Salt Marsh Primary School. The mission Mm. of her charity is to help individuals or communities affected by senseless violence um, and equal access to education, which they typically do not get in these third world places. Mm. Um, She has uh, the secondary schools uh, in Uganda and Kenya and Zimbabwe. And now she's added the the Jamaica school to the list. So the queen is not just out here um, placing her name in history books as the greatest tennis player of all time. She's already that. But she's also giving us a roadmap of how to be a great philanthropist. Because is she from Jamaica? No. No. Is she from Zimbabwe? No. Compton. Is she from uh, Uganda? No. Is she from Kenya? No. But she knows that in these places, there are girls that look just like her, that need to grow up with an education and need access that if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't get. Mm. They would not get it. There are a lot of them in these torn down communities um, will not have the access to the education that will get them out of the struggle that they might already be in and Serena Williams had the vision to create this foundation to go to all of these black ass countries and build these schools and I am absolutely unequivocally here for it go off Serena Williams you're a bad bitch forever It has come to our favorite part of this um, ghetto-ass podcast. Uh, If you have alcohol available, please pour you a little something-something. It is our last call. A-M-A-A-D.org. Um, this organization is located in the Watts Civic Center. Was that Detroit? Compton. 
the Arming Minorities Against Addiction and Disease Institute is a peer-led grassroots community support center that offers resources and referrals to lesbian, gay, bisexual, us. LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> what said? The LGBT elemental P community. <laughs> Dave Chappelle called us the alphabet people. <laughs> Look, you really enjoyed this, Dave Chappelle. I did, but again, like I said, you got to take your social justice warrior glasses off. It was you funny. Really enjoyed this, Dave Chappelle, because alphabet people should be kind of offensive. But I was like, that was funny. I don't know how you, nobody else has called us alphabet people yet. So, um, the Arming Minorities Against Addiction and Disease Institute. Their address is one zero two two one Compton Avenue in Los Angeles. Um, they said they like to call us. Southern LA. They don't like call it company. Okay. Yeah. So stop by and tell them I say hello. AMAAD.org. And they they are my last call this week. They have like behavioral health stuff. They have rapid housing. Of course they do testing because that's where the money is. And they do everything. So shout out to them making it happen for their community. And it's run by black gay men. Outstanding. Yeah, we need those everywhere. Unfortunately, we don't got them. We don't got them. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit Public Education. <laughs> Memphis get, City Schools. So, get, girl. Get right. chill. So, Watts is the name of a strip club in Detroit. That's why I was like, Watts? Is that Detroit? The Watts Civic Center. <laughs> Watts County. L.A. is in Watts County. So, not only was it a strip uh, a strip club in Detroit. It was the only black gay. I'm not ooh, shit, not gay. Ooh. Ooh. They, they will fight me. The alphabet people. <laughs> <laughs> the only black male strip club in Detroit. And so, if you want to go see some black, oh, oh yes. If you want to go see some that anaconda was legal in Detroit. Oh yeah. If you well, want in to, Michigan rather. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. If you want to go see some black anaconda, you had to go down to Watts. Oh. It used to be called Mozambique. Also back in the day. Okay. History lesson. Um, my last call is to friend of the show, Jason Zhu. Uh, Jason Zhu is on. a um, award-winning... Yeah. Uh, Gave me in. He got the awards. Yeah. Well, and the, I think, I he, think he hosted or something. He's He got presented. a whole bunch of shit. Look, um, he does the things. Yeah. Um, we worked together on uh, multiple campaigns as well. Jason Zhu is a very spiritual... Um, porn star. There we go. I'm just gonna leave that, leave take that down there. Tina. Take down. He done. The, he did the take down Tina initiative. Helped with the Impulse DC initiatives. Mm-hmm. Um, but he left DC and went over to California to do more porn stuff. And when he did that, he signed up to um, Noir Mail. <clears throat> and we and, was like, Jason, don't. Yes. And Jason was like, but be patient. Yes. And then he uh, got the plane ticket, got the check, did a few films, um, fucking around with these white boys. Um, but this past week, he has completely severed ties with uh, Noir Mail and started the hashtag boycott Noir Mail, which... He love a hashtag, come on. <laughs> which I have been saying since the inception of Noir Mail, because Noir Mail has been... So problematic in its porn production, and you know we take porn production uh, very seriously, seriously here. here at Here for the Podcast. <laughs> and and uh, that's on period. 
it just was it just it was so glaring the racism that they injected in porn. I'm like, we don't need that. I just need to watch something to bust a nut. Why does it have to be this old, worn out ass white queen getting fucked by a beautiful black man confirming the stereotypes? It's popular. Interracial is popular and that's fine, but when you have um, 28 Noir male videos and 27 of them hoes is all a black top fucking a white bottom, that is where I find the problem. And then Max Connor said, well, if y'all subscribe to the website, y'all see that there is more black on black scenes. Well, sweetie, if you want us to subscribe, Max Connor, to the website, then y'all need to show us things. Like, look, Beyonce can do it. Beyonce can just drop an app. We'll all go listen and identify ourselves. The rest of you girls, y'all gonna have to um, give us a single. Well, give me something to look at. Let me see how I feel about it. And y'all just kept on giving us black tops, white bottoms, and somehow... Uh, the black person is the cable guy. Oh, the black person is the helper, or the black person is the pool boy. Sweetie, the help came out and won the award already five years ago. Even uh, Viola Davis said, "Girl, I shouldn't have did the help." So, what is going on? <laughs> what y'all have to give us something else? This ain't the tease. The director, literally ain't the tease. The director of Noir Mel's videos, Chichi Larue, has also been on Twitter trying to. Uh, Combat the hashtag boycott Noir Mill and saying that he's not problematic. Well, mm, shit. I don't, I don't know, know how. I don't know what to call him a he or a I don't know she how because they, they, I don't know how they identify. Yeah, I, they, um, Chichi LaRue identifies as something that I don't know right now. Yes. Let's just leave that there. But they direct these films. Mm-hmm. Damn, that still sounds fucked up. But anyway, they direct these films. Yeah. And, um, they know what Executive they're doing. Producer. They know what they're doing Started and then trying company. to defend mm-hmm. what they're doing as um, I'm just giving the people what they want to see. Which people? Because I don't want to see identify that. Identify your target audience. Tell it, us. It, yeah. And I know who, his target, who their target audience is, mm-hmm. is the problem. But stop trying to pretend like I don't see you through your glass house. Like I see exactly who you're promoting and who you're um, pushing this narrative to. Mm-hmm. You're pushing this narrative to white men that are infatuated with black dick, mm-hmm. infatuated with being close to a black man until it, it's time to be in a relationship with him, and then Ooh. they'll retreat back to their white husbands. They have to identify with black and persons of color issues. So Black first. So they're pushing this porn to people that only want black dick for 20 minutes, but then they still want to go home to their white husbands. Which is why noir noir male has always been problematic, and which is why I dragged them initially. I'm happy to see another porn star that previously worked with the them. The call is from coming inside the house. It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. And noir male, <laughs> the police is on the way. He Jason said he has one more thing to do for his contract. He's not doing um, it. Oh, I saw him say like he was doing that last scene in September, and then he was going to be done. No, he's going to be here in September. I thought I was like, but there's no way as Chi-Chi, I could let you drag my brand and then like, oh yeah, come film another video. No, don't worry about that last video in September. That's so what you're I was thinking, hoping. You're thinking rationally. That's what I was hoping. You're thinking rationally as a black person. Chi-Chi Larue <laughs> is not a rational black person. Chi-Chi Larue would absolutely love Jason Zoo to come back and do. Mm-hmm. 
a film you to make all that shit, but now you still gotta come, come back, back down to me here and do And I'm gonna make some more money off your black ass back. And that's why Jason Zhu said no. He's not oh, doing Oh, okay. Update. <laughs> Update. Jason Zhu is not doing it. So I'm absolutely here for a porn star having a voice and picking a side. And putting his dick down. And it's a big ass dick. with his dick. Mm-hmm. Come on now. It's a big ass <laughs> dick. He got a big ass booty too. Hey, Jason. Zoom. His booty was not. Th- okay, well, y'all no, can have it. I have been. Booty is up close. I will look at it. Cool. Booty just. Mm. I've been up close and personal. I know it's a blessing. I'm praying for y'all both because he needs to be delivered from this noir meal and you get the homosexuality spirit. <laughs> I'm delivered. Listen. The ghetto. <laughs> Um, so I'm absolutely here for it. Boycott Noir Mail. Thank you, Jason Zhu. Um, thank you. Lead the charge, girl. Lead the charge. Anybody that is willing to unsubscribe from that bullshit is not And unsubscribe from Max Connor, too. Yeah, she gotta get the fuck out of here as well. I know some of it might be entertaining. Just watch the 15 second clip on Twitter and move along. You can unfollow her and you'll still see it. It's okay. You don't have to Who is this Raheem person? He doing too fucking much. So what is his name? S. Rahim. S. Rahim. Shahid. Shahid. Rahim. I don't know. Ooh, I'm about to miss. <laughs> I apply too much. Yeah, he's Take doing too much. So you have to find like a like a safe space of putting out porn. So I want to see the next one. Mm-hmm. If you had a porno every three days, I'm like, girl, how much fucking are you doing? But when your job is to bust, then I'm gonna do my job. I don't want to see him all the time like that. Like, give me some time to miss your porn. But if I, if you got a new porn all out every three days, mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. I'm like, okay, I already know these moves. What you going to do next? What his OnlyFans subscribers supposed to do? Put it on OnlyFans. If, if you got, like, subscribers yeah. that need to bust to a different video of you every three days, great for all, them. What kind of relationship we in? I don't he not, well, he sort of is in a relationship with that light skinned girl that was I have no um, I married to the crowned one, um, Stephen. Remember the crowned one with the eat it? Oh, yeah, that he has the song. A, yes. So, so he's in a relationship with? No, no, no. His ex. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, the boy's name is Alexander. We're getting into Ooh. too much. Um, thank you guys <laughs> so much. Yes. <laughs> How y'all doing? Thank y'all for coming again. Thank you guys so much. For coming to our pop-up in New York this weekend. Shout out to all black queer podcasters. Shout out to Him Podcast, Spilled Milk Podcast, um, Highly Melanated Podcast. Brown Boys. Brown Boys NYC. I'm going to miss somebody. Clay Kane. Um, thank you so much to CNN contributor and um, Sirius XM radio host Clay Kane for making an appearance. Um, thank you to the bartenders that brought the bottles. Yeah, because um, Courtney was like, oh, there's somebody from so-and-so-so-so. And we were all just like, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, he watched too much TV. <laughs> Courtney had a whole moment, so shout out to Courtney. Um, yeah, thank you again so much to everybody. I had an amazing birthday trip. Thank you, Superman. That was an amazing thing. I wanted to do uh, that, and we did that. And uh, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. I am still the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, and I'm going to continue to be the HR manager of Verse Operations, and you can find me at LA Fitness working off these Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Is that I am Darrell girl going to be in the bathroom playing with her deal though? Let's hope not. 
I heard the Lifetime Fitness people filed a complaint. The people filed a complaint with the Lifetime Fitness, and was trying to get him out of here. We will not see you guys next week. Um, we'll be on vacation, but we will be back right after that week. Thank you guys again. See you guys soon. Bye. Take your true vada.